Alright, hello and welcome back to WTF Pulp Culture. Alright, if you are new here, you don't even know about the change. If you are, um, been here for a while, you're probably thinking, wait, didn't this have a different name? Yes, it was, I think it was like last week's Pulp Culture on a Monday. That was too long. And I couldn't even remember it myself, and I created it. What does that say? <laughs> and since last week, since I started to go and start recording things for my own solo podcast, I was like, you know what? Today, we're just going to start all over on YouTube. We're going to be, this is going to be the WTF Pulp Culture moment, or podcast. You could, you could see the visual on YouTube. If you can't get the visual, you have the podcast. Um, last week, I didn't really introduce myself. That I, or I don't know if I did or not. But if I didn't, here I am now. I am Serafina. I am a stay-at-home mom. I have been obsessed with pop culture for way too long. It probably roots down to my mother, who is obsessed with old Hollywood and Hollywood itself. So I was just brought... I was just raised in this, um, like, world of celebrities, and it's gotten to the point where these celebrities almost feel like they're friends, they're homies, they're this, they're that. I get very protective of certain celebrities, and that makes me sound like a freak. I know I'm aware, okay? But... For those weirdos out there, for those freaks of nature out there, you could relate. So that is why I'm here, and I'm using my voice. Um, also, I was in an MLM, and I am going to be honest, during my MLM experience in those four and a half years, almost five, they kept coming up and saying, what's your passion? What's your passion? That will be your main niche. That will That's how you're going to get people into your business. Yada, yada, yada. Like my, one of my sponsors always said, oh, yeah, whatever you're truly passionate about, that's not business related, quote, unquote. Like in regards of you guys know, um, I was in health and wellness. And then I also, then I switched to a makeup skincare line that turned into health and wellness on top of the whole skincare and makeup world. So they're like, they always kept saying, what are you passionate about? What are you passionate about? And every time I turned within myself, I always came back to pulp culture. But here's the thing about pulp culture and MLM. For some odd reason, it does not, it's not peanut butter and jelly. It does not go together. Like, I did what I was, what I was told. I would come up with this pop culture um, content, hoping that I would get new followers, hoping that I would get, that would lead into potentials and all of that. But it didn't work. As soon as people found out I was an MLM, they either dropped me, blocked me, or ghosted me. That's my favorite was when people ghost me. Can we not ghost people? Can we normalizing telling people like, hey, I'm not interested. Just stop, you know? Um, and when I had to decide to leave my MLM back in December, which was just like two months ago from now, I was like, 
What do I love the most? What do I love the most? And what I love the most is pop culture. So what am I going to do with that? And let's just face it. I know I'm not the only one who thinks that pop culture makes you scratch your, your, your head and make you want to say WTF, like what the fuck, right? One of the, the few of the stories today will really make you go, what the fuck? Pardon my language. Um, so that is what I'm doing with my life now. I am pretty much working for free, coming, and I'm my own content creator, I am my own director, I am my own producer, I am my own editor, I am my own everything, while well, top of that of being a mom to a kid on the spectrum, and possibly the other kid on the spectrum, or he's just following in big brother steps and making me worry sick. So, yeah. <laughs> So now that that's, I just spent the whole five minutes telling you a little bit of my life story that made me come and lead me to this pop culture moment. And just, I hope people will understand why I came to this. And um, I'm just really passionate about celebrities. I just really am. Like, I will call them out. I love them. I love certain ones to death, but I will call them out. One of them I will be calling out today. <sighs> Megan Fox. <laughs> Megan, 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 Megan. Don't gaslight us. That's all I gotta say. We will get there in a minute. So let's just start. Let's just dive in. So we're, we're going to be talking about, there's, there's a few stories in pop culture and then we will go into some Bravo news. I am trying to find some really good Bravo news. Because one, I watch Bravo like it's like it's my cartoons. It is it is my it is my my morning cup of tea. Okay, as I am drinking my tea, I go and I will put on the latest episode of whatever I like to watch. That is my self love in the morning. Okay, for anyone who thinks your self love or your morning routine has to be strict, you have to journal right away. You have to meditate. You have to do this. No, you don't. Don't don't let someone say, oh, if you don't meditate in the morning, how are you going to have a good day? You are allowed to set the tone however you would like. If you are a stay-at-home mom, I want to encourage you to not stay up super late after the kids wake up. This is a little mom hack that I have learned in the last two years. Another thing that I've learned from MLM was the miracle morning moment. The miracle morning is you what you create your morning to be. Like what is going to make it a miracle. What's going to make you feel good so that the rest of your day goes as seamlessly as it can. We all know life happens. You can't, you can't just wake up and say today's going to be seamless. Today's going to be great. Like you can, but... Someone could cut you off at, at a green light, and that can literally send you three steps back, okay? So a miracle morning is your routine. When I first started this, because of me being an MLM, this is probably my imposter syndrome that I had. Yes, I had imposter syndrome. Now looking back, I fought imposter syndrome to no T. I'm like, no, I'm an original, I'm an original, I'm an original. But here's the thing in MLM, you really can't be original unless 
you have have high following, like a, a, a high number of following, like a high amount of people that follow you. You have a high, like record of not record. Um, you have a you have a lot of followers, basically. You know. Um. Where was I going with that? Oh my God, train of thought. Bye bye. Um. I really don't know where I went with that. That makes me mad right now. <laughs> that right there is mom brain. For anyone who can relate, prop, drop it in the comments saying ha, mom brain is real. Can I please see that in the comments right now? Um, well, anyway, I had started. Okay, now I remember. Okay, now I, I would start. Okay, I'm going to journal. I'm going to do this. I'm going to set my intention. I'm going to be like those hippies. I'm going to be, a, I'm going to have a hippie morning. That's what I would call it. But another thing about this miracle, miracle morning for moms, you got to push yourself to wake up at least an hour before your kids. There is magic in that. Yes, it is super tough in the beginning to go and wake up early in the morning I know in my postpartum years after AJ, it was a struggle. I literally had to have accountability partner to text. I had to text her and say, hey, I'm up. And it had to be within 6, six o'clock to 6.15. No, it's like 5.30 to 6.15, like that. If I didn't, she, I gave her permission to call me out. Um, and that got my, my, um, my like muscle memory to start waking up early again and there's magic in that because that alone time to yourself how this is what i have learned however you spend that hour to yourself will set the tone for the week yes i try to stay off my phone i try not to be on the phone an hour before bed and an hour after i wake up i try that it's not very successful it's not but I try, okay? So give me an A for effort. <laughs> and like I said, I used to be like into like the hippie, like, all right, let's journal, let's meditate, let's do this, like, we'll do that. But then here's the thing, if you're a stay-at-home mom, I don't know about you, but do your kids control the TV? Like, it's cartoons 24-7, it's Blimpy, it's a Blue's Clues, it's all, it's it's Miss Rachel. Icky Sticky Bubblegum. Icky Sticky Bubblegum, that jam is my jam, all right? Um, and after a while that, that can get to you as a mother, like, like, especially Blimpy. Holy smokes. I love Blimpy because my, my, my boys love him and I, and I'm all about what he teaches on there, but, but that voice, it can follow you into your dreams. <laughs> If you have been a victim of Blimpy's voice following you into your dreams, please leave it in the comments. Please let me know. Oh, I want to know where my people are. I don't want to feel alone in this, okay? So, my mornings now is I spend it with Bravo. I catch up on my shows, okay? And it is happy. And I am a happy girl. I am, and I feel up to date. I feel like if I, if I was to scroll through Facebook and I see all those Facebook groups and they're talking about whatever drama, I know what's going on. I don't feel left behind. Okay? In pop culture, no one is, should be left behind. <laughs>
that is another reason why I am doing this recap show. Because a lot of times, a lot of people don't follow pop culture, but they're curious about certain moments. So I'm here to break down those certain moments. I am here to catch you up if you don't stop TMZ like I do. Um, all the things. I am here to obsess over pop culture so you don't have to. But if you like to obsess over pop culture, come join. Come join my, my uh, pop culture little community. I want to know where you're at. Like, let's, let's connect. Let's, let's have conversations about what I'm talking about because... Talking about this to myself sometimes here on live or on the podcast, it'll get, it'll get to you. It'll make you sound kind of crazy. Like I'm standing by an open window. Like if people were to walk by, I'd be like, who is she talking to? But in this day and age, y'all should know when you're hearing someone talking to themselves, you know it's content creation moment. All right. So now that I have been blabbering, oh, I want to give an update. One more mommy update. I'll probably start the podcast with some kind of life update, mom hack moment. It will kind of mirror my um, Hawthorne and Myatt show where Lee Marie and I do do a mommy check-in, do do a mommy hack moment, and then we go into our badass, his our badass women history of the week moment. Um, instead of the history moment, from that podcast, it will be the pop culture. So, um, if anyone here has been watching my shorts for the last week, you know that I have been literally pulling my hair out over potty training the one with the spectrum. I have lost it. I have posted it, me losing my mind. Is that right? No. But I was asking for help in all the wrong ways, basically. And I'm not the only mother who has lost their mind and came to social media out of desperation. So you know what? For those who called me a bad mother or told me to be a better mother, y'all could suck my left head. Okay? I came here for help and one person understood and they were there to support me. So thank you to that person. She knows who she is. Um, but as of yesterday... Yesterday morning, I had accident after accident after accident. It was like we went, like this weekend, I saw progress to this yesterday morning to us going three steps back, going, what the hell is going on? Then I take away his cartoons and his TV and I put on, I think, Housewives, like New Jersey Housewives. I'm catching up on New Jersey. I want to get to that in a minute when I go to Bravo about my little manifestation moment between Jackie and Teresa. I think that was me. Okay? I think that was me. Don't know, but my ego wants to take credit. <laughs> so I took away his TV, and I kid you not, within an hour or two, he took himself to the bathroom by himself. He would come to the door, he would open it, he would run, and he would actually make it to the toilet. We had a whole lot of number ones, and we had a good old healthy number two in the toilet. So, uh, uh, uh. This morning, we had a step back. He, he did go to the toilet a little bit. I told him, hey, it's important. You got to release it all in the morning. I don't want wet pants. I move him over to the sink after. After I change him into his clothes for the day. And what happens? Brushing his teeth, he turns on the water. We turn on the water and it triggered the bladder to pee. 
So I hope that's the only accident of the day. I did tell the teachers that he is well aware of when he has to go now. So ah, I feel like by sometime next month, he is going to be fully in big boy undies. And that is one, but I'm not going to have to change. Yes, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom and make sure he wipes. I'm well aware and I accept that. But it's a whole lot easier than cleaning a big old messy diaper. Okay. Alright, so now let's get into the pop culture moments of the week. Okay, now that we've been here for a good 16 minutes on the update. Okay, so let's start off with Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Miss, I was dating freaking Harry Styles and made an ass of myself. I'm sorry, but that how all that went down... I don't know who her ex-husband was, but I think he played Ted Lazo. And when she started that movie, um, I think it's called Don't Worry, Don't Worry, with Harry Styles, apparently she started to fall in love with Harry and she like ended up cheating on her husband, all of that. I don't know if they were having trouble. It seemed like she, they were having trouble and she got lazy and didn't want to work on it. And she goes, oh, screw it. I'm just going to go to this 20-something English thing that will talk English to me and everything will be gravy. I want to make him a salad with my famous salad dressing from a book from a book that I found. Which, by the way, that vinaigrette is so basic. It's basic bitch vibes. Anyone can make it. She, she did not create it. Okay? She did not create it. So, um, so there's that drama. I wanted to kind of highlight that drama because the drama that she created for herself last week was over ASAP Rocky recording Rihanna at the Super Bowl. Okay? He was being a very supportive um, spouse, boyfriend, whatever he is to her, baby daddy, you know, and she goes, oh my god, if he's, if he's ever, if he was hot before, this is like sending me to the edge, or something along those lines, and I'm just sitting here like, girl, why are you saying this? Like, this is not okay for you this is not okay for you with the with your recent drama about your ex-husband and Harry Styles. This isn't a good look for you. Then she goes and backtracks the next day saying, wow, it's like, and obviously this isn't word for word. This is me paraphrasing so so that you get the the gist of it. Okay, she was like, oh, come on. I just thought it was hot that a man was supporting his his girl, his woman. It's hot. Yeah, it is hot, but you don't need to comment on a public matter when you know that the world knows that you kind of cheated on your husband with Harry Styles. It's not a good look, honey. It's not a good look. I didn't like it. And it just, it made me say, what the fuck, pop culture? WTF. Okay, it really was one of those moments. Okay, jump to, um... Oh, this is sad. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. And this is sad because my mom's a huge Bruce Willis fan. I love, I love Sixth Sense and I love Fifth Element. He is a genius actor. He is a badass. And the poor thing got diagnosed with amphasia. I don't know how to say that. But pretty much it is a brain disorder that... 
affects your communication. It's like I believe I believe it like it's like the where you communicate, it's like the frontal lobe. If I remember Tiffany Moon from Bravo, the one of the real housewives of Dallas, if she said cuz she is a M I don't I don't she's not a doctor, but she is a um a nurse tech of some kind. She is very knowledgeable in the world of of medical stuff. Okay? And I love when she breaks down when certain celebrities get sick. She will break down what's actually happening in her body. Like she did something for um she did a video. It all started when she did a video for Justin Timber just no Justin Bieber when he had that that face paralysis moment she broke it down and like told us like very in a very easy way what was happening so his empathasia worsened Bruce Willis the empathasia turned into dementia dementia one of our one of the greatest actors of our time has dementia like, this is the end of his career. Like, we're not going to see any more Bruce Willis movies. Like, I'm sad for my mother. You know, I'm sad for all the Bruce Willis fans. But what really makes me happy and warms my heart during this is I apparently, Rumor Willis, their daughter, did do a statement. But the first statement that I saw was from Demi Moore, his ex-wife that he had the three girls with. And she said something very beautiful. Like her, her, you all could go to her Instagram. You could all look at Demi Moore's um, post about Bruce. And it was very sweet. It was very, it was very healthy. I will say for someone who um, is like an ex. And it just shows me how healthy their relationship is for their daughters. And that warms my heart. That makes me feel really good. Um... Okay, then I'm going to go to that part next, but okay. Now, we're going to jump into a little royal family drama. And this this one really made me go, what, WTF, what is going on here? Um, Meghan Markle shades Kate Middleton in an old blog post that comes out of the, came, comes, it resurfaced this week. Apparently, she wrote this post back in 2014, she was talking about Will and Kate's wedding in um, Will and Kate's wedding in 2011. So about three years after the fact, she writes this post. I'm pretty sure she wasn't with Harry yet. I don't think she knew Harry yet. You know what? Give me a second. When did meet Harry? Okay, so according to this, in July 2016 is when um, when Meghan and Harry got together. So two years before she got with her, with the love of her life, who happens to be in the royal family, she wrote this. Mind you, she claimed that she didn't know anything about the royal family. She claims that. She claims, because I didn't know anybody. I didn't know who Harry was. I didn't know who the queen, like she, all of this, and I'm sitting here going, huh? That makes no sense. 
thank you to the pop culture gods for making this one come out of the woodwork because I really want to be understanding of Megan and Harry because I do believe they have gone through some some shit. They have gone through some racial bullshit that could have changed the royal family's directory in the world for much better. If they just welcomed her skin color, if they just welcomed her fully and said, yes, diversity is sexy. Diversity is, is, diversity is what the royal family is about. If they did that, then I really think the Fab Four would be where they're at. They would not be where they're at. Um, now this, this post basically, she was writing about the wedding and th this is her, her quote. Little girls dream of being, being princesses I, for one, was all about She-Ra, Princess of Power, the warrior princess badass. You know, if you know anything about She-Ra, she, it's like, it's an, it's an 80s cartoon. I think, um, He-Ra or He-Man, that was her, his sister, something like that. Um, so, okay, that's fine. That is completely fine to not be into princesses as a little girl. Like, that, that is... A-okay. But I don't think it's okay to go and talk down to women, especially women around my age. I don't know about you, but you guys know I grew up hearing about the royal family. My mom was a huge Princess Diana fan, so I, I will never forget my mother's tears that day she, she died. I will never forget that. That is a core memory of my life, is my mother's reaction to Princess Diana dying the way she did. Um, she goes and she says, I found it odd how grown women continue the childhood fantasy of wanting to be a princess. Who says, as a grown woman, we have to let go of our princess dreams? Our princess dreams turn into queen dreams, okay? But what is wrong with that? And especially if, if you grew up watching Harry and Will, like, hello, I remember I had the biggest freaking crush on Prince William. He was, he was a fine piece of English ass, alright? <laughs> when he was a teen, like, no wonder Kate fell head over heels, okay? So... I'm sorry, watching Kate marry Will, it made me, it also made me feel like, oh, it's kind of like my dream come true. And the fact that Kate Middleton is a Capricorn, it, like, I, I very much related on so many levels. On top of everything else, when Kate actually got married, when she was heading to the, the church, she wasn't in a carriage like everybody else. She decided to be in a car. She wanted to be in a common car because she wanted to arrive to the, to the church as a commoner, as a quote-unquote normal person. And then after the ceremony, she wanted to leave as the princess. Okay, I don't see that as being conceited. I don't see, I see that as like, okay, I know who I am. I know where I come from. I wasn't born into this family, but I'm going to marry into this family. And I felt 
just the transition from being commoner into the princess was very, it was classy, it was good, it was beautiful. And if I don't remember correctly, didn't Megan do the same thing? She arrived in the car with her mother and she left in the carriage with Harry. Okay? Um, to end the quote, she goes, just look at the pomp and circumstances and endless surrounding of the royal wedding and the endless conversations about Princess Kate. Okay, so after she wrote that, how did she not know about the royal family? Because she had to, she, she, she said her two, her two cents. So what she is saying, what she basically told me, what I feel is she does know something about the royal family. And did she lie to Harry? Is she lying to Harry? There is a moment in the book when they were all in the room with the queen. And I think King Andrew, King Andrew, <laughs> Prince Andrew was in the room with them. And Kate did, not Kate, um, Megan didn't know who that was. So I do give her props, not props, I do give her grace there because you don't really see Prince Andrew. Like when you hear Prince Andrew now, you think of Epstein. Like for me, like Prince Andrew and Epstein, like I've seen the Epstein documentaries and I cannot get a certain photo out of my head of Epstein with one of the victims. And her, um... And she did go and that poor woman did get, I don't want to say it because I don't want to get flagged. I got to sneeze. My Excuse me. Oh, Allergy season in LA sucks. Okay. You know, so. Something isn't adding up after this blog post coming up in 2014, two years before she meets Harry and claiming that she didn't know anything about the royal family. I am sorry. The royal family is one of the most famous families in the world. Even if you don't know them and you don't know the details of the family, when you see Princess Kate, when you hear Will and Kate, you see a face. When you hear Queen Elizabeth, you see a face, you or you imagine her in bright neon um, dresses and hats. Like, Prince Harry, you think of his red, fiery hair. Like, ugh, I'm sorry, but, Megan, things are not adding up. Okay, now let's go into some Kardashian news. Kim's stalker got arrested on Friday. So she has been dealing with the stalker for a while. Apparently, she had a um, temporary restraining order against him in January because of multiple visits to her house and also sending gifts and other bizarre items and even claiming to be his, her to be his wife online. Okay, so when all that happened, she was like, okay, all right, restraining order. And what was supposed to happen at some point, probably this week, um, 
and it's the the article said in February so I'm assuming the last week of February since we're here that that temporary restraining order was going to turn permanent but guess what this stalker just couldn't wait or he wanted one more try to get to her before he got exiled so he apparently broke through many barriers to her house apparently he got and if you know anything about hidden hills you have to know someone from the inside to get in there was a moment this summer where I got bored and told my husband, hey, can we go drive up to Hidden Hills? I want to see what it looks like. I want to see like the outside, cause, like this gated community. Because if y'all remember on the show, didn't Kylie get um, a bunch of pizzas and a weird box of like a collage of her inside from a stalker? So I was just kind of curious and I wanted to see. Plus... Um, I even heard that Jeffree Star had people breaking into their house. So I'm curious. I was curious. I'm like, how easy is it to break into Hidden Hills? It is extremely easy. It's not gated like you think it is. Like, they have these little um, posts where you could go in and say, Hey, I'm here to see Kris Jenner. I'm yada, yada, yada. They'll call Kris Jenner says, Hey, so-and-so is supposed to be here. Is here to see you. Let them in, da da da. They let them in or they don't let them in. Like, I have a feeling that's what it is. That's, that's the system they have. So, but here's the thing. There is around the entry of one of the gates that I saw. It's like a wooded area. So someone could sneak in and go through the, the trees and be hidden. They could be hidden. They could keep going. And they could obviously go to find the house they're looking for, looking for the celebrity that they're looking for and want to get to. So we all know about, um, I'm pretty, hello, We do we not remember Kim in Paris? That robbery and that scary moment. Um, we, apparently the person broke, did not make it onto her actual property, but got extremely close. She calls the cops, all of that. Apparently his bail is set for 20000 Here are my thoughts on this, and it will go back to the Paris robbery. I very much feel like Connie is behind it, okay? This is my opinion, and opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one. And I, and here in America, we have freedom of speech, and I am choosing to exercise my freedom of speech on this. Um... I think Kanye was behind that in in Paris because why did they say the rapper's wife why did they know where her apartment was if Europe is so protected if so many celebrities are going to Europe for protection because of the paparazzi and all of this then how did they find her and why were they like apparently they were stalking her for a good year all of that Still, it screams Kanye, because why? Because Kanye hated how flashy Kim was with everything. And I'm sure with we all know about his screws being loose, he wanted to scare her and scared her shitless, pardon my language, to the point where now she's a completely, not completely different, but she's definitely toned down more. She definitely made changes in her lifestyle and all of that. So... This moment, this stalker, 
I don't know if Kanye is behind it, but I wouldn't put it past him. You know? Like, it's crazy, honestly. It's really freaking crazy. Um, and it makes my head hurt. Okay, before we go into Bravo news, I am talking about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, you all saw last week's episode where I said that I love Megan ever since she did that archaeology type show for Travel Channel. I'm just like, I want to go to these ancient places with her. Holy smoly. You know, like I want to go dig up bones with her. Like, hell yeah. Like, let's, let's, let's go. Let's go walk down memory lane. Right? Let's go walk down our past lives memory, like, memory lane. Okay? Um, but, okay, so in the beginning of the week, there were reports that Megan and Machine Gun Kelly went to couple, couple counseling and they're trying to work it out. And honestly, I want to give them props because if they really are twin flames, that's showing them it's 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 showing people that they they want to try and if you are stuck in your marriage try to encourage couple counseling okay i know some husbands or some wives are like oh, we don't need counseling we don't need a third party hell i should know <laughs> there's been times where maybe we should be in couple counseling my husband's like hell no <laughs> he doesn't like talking about his feelings like any typical man <laughs> So, um, when, okay, so that goes on, and then a couple of days later, on Saturday, she reactivates her IG account and comes up with this quote, but before I go into that quote, Sophie, the guitarist that everyone is blaming that Megan hooked, that Megan, that, um, Machine Gun Kelly hooked up with. And Megan goes, well, maybe I hooked up with her, right? Well, apparently she's been with her boyfriend of like five years and she had to set the record straight, which made me feel really sad that she even had to come out because she's, she, she does, she like stays out of, out of the drama. And she, this is what Megan wrote, which I feel like this is Megan's way of saying, get off of Sophie's back. She has nothing to do with this. And I give her props because that means like she's, she's a girl's girl and she's like, hey, like, it's not her. So this is what Megan said. There has been no third party interference in this relationship of any kind. That includes, but is not limited to actual humans, DMs, AI bots, or succubus demons. While I do hate to rob you of, ruining, of running random baseless news stories that would have been much better, more, or much... <sighs> That would have been much more accurately written by ChatGPT. You need to let this story die and leave all of these innocent people alone. Now, okay, that last statement, that last word, we've got to leave these innocent people alone now. I feel like that was her way of standing up for Sophie. And thank you. Thank you. Because I, I really think Sophie got heat for no reason. Um. But, Megan, you started this shit. You started this by posting 
what you posted a week before using a quote from Beyonce's cheating album. I can smell the dishonesty on your breath. Then if he didn't cheat, what was he being dishonest about? If there weren't DMs, how did you find out? Are you really a witch? Which I think she is. I really think she practices Wiccan because we all hear her talking about um, blood rituals. And the, I feel like they've done, a, I'm sure they've done um, Awaska together. And she had a bad experience. And she couldn't handle that tea that sends you into that trip. And over here, freaking Machine Gun Kelly's like, give me more, give me more, I don't feel it yet, give me more. Where Megan's on the floor feeling like she's dying. <laughs> um, but Megan, don't gaslight us. Megan Fox, do not gaslight us. You started this. You truly started this. You made us all go freaking crazy thinking. Like, am I wrong or am I right? Like, leave it in the comments on this one. Like, what do you all think about Megan? Doing this. Going backwards like this. Like, what the hell? Okay. Now into the Bravo news of the week. There are two moments. Um, Alright, we're going to go and start with Jen Shaw. Okay, so Jen Shaw, you, if you know you don't, maybe you don't know about... Yeah, on my birthday, January 6th, she got convicted of the... Uh, money laundering and wire fraud due to her lead generation business. Uh, if you are a Bravo fan, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but basically this woman has been running a scam for way too long and she finally got caught when she got onto TV. See, when you're on TV, you can't hide. You cannot hide. So if you want to be on a reality show, you need to allow your demons out of the closet. You have to be prepared for that. You have to be prepared for people finding these demons and releasing them to the world. Um, so she was supposed to, it was say, okay, all right, you need to turn yourself in February 17th. You are going to serve six and a half years when technically those two the money laundering and the wire fraud, she should have been in jail for 50 years. She should be in there for 50 years of anything she... And she's turning 50 while she's in jail, so, like, technically she should have, like, her, the rest of her life will be in jail if they had given her the correct amount of time. Because here's the thing, what is she doing and saying that literally got her 2% of what she is supposed to serve. It's not even 10%. Six and a half years out of 50 years doesn't feel like 10%. Maybe it's like a 5% moment. But it's too little. It's too little, but whatever. And she did turn herself in in Texas. I cannot name, I cannot remember the name of the, of the church. Of the, um, of the jail, but her husband Sharif was there and one of their sons was there to say goodbye. So as of now, she definitely showed up when she was supposed to. She turned herself in and we will see you in six and a half years, Jen Shaw. <laughs> 
That's how I feel. All right, last bit of um, Bravo news. Schwartz and Raquel, those pictures. She had posted a picture of her, herself with Schwartz, Tom Schwartz, of Vanderpump Rules. Yes, Vanderpump Rules is one of my cracks. I used to not like that show because of Stassi. Because I didn't like her whole, it's my birthday, damn it, energy. Like, I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. A few years goes on, and I got bored and started watching again. Oh, my God, Stassi is life. <laughs> Stassi is, is life on this show. Like, holy shit. And then I read her books, and I fall in love with her. Then she gives birth to her daughter literally a day after my birthday and a day before my grandma's. So this little cute Capricorn thing I'm just obsessed with. Holy cow. Oh, my God. Right? Um, so Schwartz and Raquel, they apparently were caught making out last summer. It's going to be on the show. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to see this. Right? And that's all they have. But then Raquel goes and posts this picture. And it's nothing sexual. It's nothing weird. They're in front of um, Schwartz and Sandy's, which is the Tom's new restaurant which I can't wait to try. I can't wait to go to Tom Tom, and I can't wait to go to Shorts and Sandy's. I got, mm. And once Kate and Ariana open up that sandwich shop, I can't wait to get fat. <laughs> I can't wait to get fat off of sandwiches. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, I love me a good sandwich, okay? I really do. Um, well, Raquel captioned it saying, just because, right? And I'm sitting here going, okay. Like, you're just trying to bring, like, is you, the episode of you making out with Schwartz coming up soon? Is Are you just reminding us that you guys hooked up? Because that's what it reminded me of. Um, And then Kate, Kate no, Kat, Kat, Kate. Yes, Kate. Why does that, why did that sound weird at first? Um, Kate, who is Schwartz's ex-wife, they got a divorce because of, they grew apart, basically. They grew apart. Also, Tom Schwartz can be lazy in a relationship, and I don't blame her. She's also a Capricorn, and I already know. I already know what happened and what made our girl lead to the divorce. Us Capricorns, and even Ariana, who's a Cancer, is, like, in it. Our thing is you got to spend quality time with us. If you're in a relationship with a Capricorn, we don't care about sex, really. We care more about togetherness, like being in front of each other, experiencing life, doing things together that will make you bond, like adventures, stuff like that. That's what gets our heart excited and flutters and makes us like stay in love with you. Okay, so with Tom being in all into the business for the um, restaurant, because you could see them trying to open up the restaurant this season. Um, he wasn't there because freaking Sandoval decided to dis disassociate and start a fucking band instead of finishing up a restaurant and then starting the band. Like what? Even though I want to see Tom Sandoval and the most extras live because it is a cover band and 
that just sounds fun because hello if you guys know anything about me when I was living with my um, two best friends who got me off of the streets when I was homeless we would go up to the Sunset Strip we would go to the cat club every Saturday at midnight well we would get there a lot earlier because that place would fill up but the Lonely Drunks Club Band they were a cover they were a bunch of bands. Um, the members of the band were a bunch of the local bands around, around the strip. They came together to do a cover band. It was a really fun time. It like those are some of my fondest memories of my twenties, going to the Cat Club, and just jamming out to songs I know and getting lost in the lead singer or the or whoever was hot on stage. If they were all hot. How to change your panties. <laughs> TMI, I know. But, hey. Oh, I love me a good rock star. Because um, I'm saying that, I'm thinking of all the, all the rock stars that used to turn me on. I'm so glad my husband doesn't watch my YouTube. <laughs> um, so, Kate Maloney jumps into the comment section saying, oh my god, I really thought you guys were doing something here, but it's like harmless. But the comments are eating this up. I didn't go down the comments. I'm not, I don't like to hang out in the comments in a post. I don't know why, but I'm starting to think that I need to get over that and just do it. And just go for it. So, um, and then all of a sudden... So that happened Saturday, yesterday morning. I wake up and guess who enters the chat? Stassi baby. Yes, Stassi Schrader, Schroeder jumps into the comments saying, y'all don't want me to leave my comments. Yes, we do. Yes, we do, Stassi. We need you back. We need you back. We need you to put all these bitches in order. Come on. What's going on? What is going on? Holy smokes, Batman. <gasps> we need Stassi back. But if you've listened to her, um, I, I don't know if she said it in her last book or on her um, podcast with Straight Up with Stassi. I don't have Patreon, so I don't listen to the good, the bad, and the baby. I really wish I did because I honestly think... Her and Bo together are hilarious and I would love to like hear their conversations and hear their life going on because that is how they're sharing their life. That is like their little reality show to us. You just have to pay like five bucks a month. But or more, I don't know. I don't I really don't know how all the Patreon stuff works. But um she went and uh she entered the chat. And we really need her back. We we need Stassi back. But she doesn't want to come back because she is a new mommy. She doesn't want her daughter on TV like that, which I could respect. I could understand. Like, hey, like you are young parents. You're just like you're you're literally figuring all of this out and adding a camera crew and adding reality TV to it could probably jumble up their little family magic that they have created. And it could go very wrong very fast. So I 100% understand and stand behind Stassi on that decision. Mommy to mommy, I get it, girl. And protect your family. Protect that magic that you have created. Because it's 
it's glorious it's inspiring it's 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 good and if you have seen Stasi go up and down with men like hello Jax <gasps> and then man bun dude <sighs> so she on TV we've seen her go through with guys and the fact that she found someone like Bo that puts up with her shit and doesn't really let her get away with it in a very healthy way. Okay, I've been here for too long. I could hear him losing his mind. Okay, so I'm going to wrap this up. So go Stassi on that. All right, on that note, I am ending it here. This is probably the longest episode yet, but this is these will probably be, be about an hour long because like I said, I'm going to bring in mommy hacks, mommy updates before... Because I'm not just a pop culture lover. I am many things. I wear many hats. Some look cute on me, some don't. <laughs> but anyway, just wanted to show a little human side on top of it on, and give my, my two cents about all of this. And with all the things that make you say, what the fuck pop culture? WTF. So on that note, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're on the podcast, please share the channels. Please share the podcast. Whore me out like a dirty whore. Please help me build these algorithms. Help me build um, a community here. I would really greatly appreciate it. And if you want to follow me on um, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram, please go check out the... Um, Wow, that is a brain fart moment. Um, please check out the subscription in this, in this video, in this episode on pod, on the podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. And yeah, thank you. I'll see you all next week. I do plan on the YouTube channel for those who are listening to, um, the podcast. I am going to be sharing some little life stories of mine a good good example i'm going to talk about the time i made it illegal to dance on the freeway that's going to go on youtube because of the status the the subject that i want to keep the podcast i'm not going to bring that onto the podcast so the podcast listeners if you want to hear about <sighs> dancing on the freeway making it illegal that video will be up soon this week. I do plan on talking about it. I have something to do tomorrow, so it'll probably be on Thursday. And just stay tuned for that. And thank you guys so much. I appreciate all that stay here and listen. And I'll have a beautiful week.